Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you're here today. Are you in the middle of a transition or a lot of things changing in your life? Do you sense a season change? Are you trying to figure out how to navigate those things while still holding on to your faith and still trying to grow your faith and increase your relationship with God? If so, then today's episode is for you. You need to check out this conversation that I had with my sis Tamia because she is dropping all of the nuggets, all of the wisdom and all of the information and insight that you need to effectively navigate this transition and this time in your life. Check this out. So a few quick questions before we jump into today's episode. Number one, do you believe that God created you with a purpose in mind? Number two, do you believe that there is a unique assignment that only you can fulfill in the earth? And then number three, have you signed up for my free workshop? And if not, girl, what are you waiting for? In my free workshop, How to Discover Your Calling in 30 Days or Less So You Can Confidently Take Action on Your God-Given Assignment, we discuss how to find tools to assess your unique gifts, how to locate scriptures to support your calling work, how to seek out mentors and training resources to be better equipped, and how to take action to launch into your calling. The time is now, sis. No more stalling. No more waiting. No more playing, none of that. Go to shaylahilton.com backslash free workshop to sign up today or check the show notes below for the link. Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident Podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms, and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. I am so excited that you are here today because I have another very special guest. It's another woman who is dear to me, my sister, Tamia White. And so, Tamia, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast. Thank you. So happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Will you start off by just introducing yourself, however you feel led to do so? Okay. As Shayla already said, my name is Tamia White. I met Shayla through a mutual friend, our sister. Um, Janata Harper, yes. I guess, on the podcast a few times. And I'm so happy that I have met, met her. Um, she has definitely imparted things into my life, gave me prophetic words that have helped me along my journey. And I'm just so happy to be able to be a guest with her today on her podcast. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. I'm happy to have you. One of the things that, like you said, we met through Janata, who everybody knows that we all love dearly around here. And you are just such a 
you have such a beautiful spirit. Thank You're you. always so loving and kind and supportive. And I love that about you. And you also, we share a spiritual mama as well. Yes. So <laughs> Can't forget that. Yes. And so I love the way you love her and take care of her. And you're just such a beautiful, beautiful person. So it's a blessing and an honor to know you. And so we're just going to chat a little bit today. We're just going to chat. And so one of the first things I wanted to ask you is, what is God calling you to do in this season of your life? Well, I think in this season of my life, God is really teaching me more about who he is mm -hmm. and who I am. And that is first and foremost, I am his daughter. And then he's teaching me who, who, who he has called me to be. Yes. And because of great women like you and Janata and my spiritual mom, Apostle Trilby Ball, shout out. Yes. Um, you all have really, you know, helped me be able to come, come to grips with my identity as far as being first, like I said, first being his daughter, but then also second, being called as a prophet. And yes. so he's just teaching me to trust him. I know we always quote the scripture and a lot of people probably quote Proverbs, you know, trust in the Lord, acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. But in this season of my life, I have really been hanging on to that yes. because without knowing him and knowing who I am in him, then I wouldn't know what I was supposed to do. Exactly. I wouldn't know what season that he has me in in my life. And so I just think at this time, like I said, just drawing closer to him, being more intimate with him, learning his voice first and foremost, because there's so many voices that are going on in the mm -hmm. world that the enemy wants us to listen to. So I have to make sure my ears are tuned in with the voice of God and then just having the discernment to know those people that he has placed in my life that will be able to help me. And so just trust has been a big thing because yeah. I've had issues with that in the past. And he, um, he knows everything. And so just being able to trust him to know that he has my back, that he is a man of his word, that he says he will never leave me nor forsake me. And so just being able to trust him and lean on him for everything. That is so good. That is so, so good. So I think one thing when you're talking about trusting God, lots of times women if they are struggling to trust God, they might, or they're trying to discover their calling. They often feel like, how do I know if I'm even in God's will? How do I even know if I'm doing what God wants me to do? So what would you say to that woman? How do you kind of know when you're in the will of God? Well, for me, I would say if everything flows, mm -hmm. because I have been in different places and different seasons of my life where I've had to struggle, where I've had to push, where I felt like I had, have had to knock things down. And even in this season, our spiritual mom has been um, teaching me about not carrying false burdens, learning mm -hmm. how to understand what God has for me to carry and what I'm taking on myself. Because the things that I take on on myself, those things are going to be heavy. They're yes. going to weigh me down. I'm going to feel burdened. But when I know I'm in the will of God, everything just flows. It's almost like I don't even have to touch a door handle. I can just barely just tap it and it just opens. And it's like, I'm just stepping in the footsteps that he has already laid out for me. So I don't, I don't find that there's any struggle. There's no stress. There's no hesitation. And like I said, the peace of God that passes all understanding is the best thing that I can share with other women to allow them to know or let them know that they are in the will of God. Yeah, that's so good. I love how you talk about that flow and that ease, because oftentimes when people are feeling stuck or they're feeling confused, there there just is no flow. Yes. Any ease. And I know what that feels like. And that can be so, so frustrating when you just feel like, God, I'm, I'm doing everything I can, or I want to, 
I want to please you, but I don't feel like anything is working or moving or flowing. And that can be so frustrating. I love the example you gave of it just feeling like a door just opens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because oftentimes we feel like we're at the door, like trying to bang it down to get it to happen, to get something going. God, what do you want me to do? So that's such a great example. And many of the women in the called and confident um, community feel stuck. They feel like they're in a stuck place in life. They're not real sure what to do next or where the Lord is kind of leading them. Have you ever felt stuck in life? And if so, what did you do about it? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I feel like that's a loaded question. Yes. Um, Yes. I mean, honestly, I mean, who hasn't been stuck? I mean, I think all humans at one point or another, we're in different places in our lives and, and, and you will probably feel stuck. I mean, I will just share like even recently, probably I'll give a story or testimony before I met Janata. Mm-hmm. Apostle Ball, as far as um, like coming into ministry with them, God was transitioning me because I felt like I was in a stuck place in a particular ministry that I was in. I love them with all my heart, still love them, pray for, pray, pray for them and will support them. But I felt like I had hit a brick wall, like I couldn't go any farther. And even though I was praying like, God, you know, get me out of this, get me out of this. It was still like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm just stuck here. Yeah. I'm stuck here because I didn't know where to move. I didn't know where to go. And I didn't want to move without him giving me instructions because I didn't want to be in error. Mm-hmm. And then when he gave me the instructions, I was like, oh no, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. And so all he gave me at the time was you need to leave. He didn't tell me where I was supposed to go. He didn't tell me who I was going to meet. I just had to be obedient. And I just had to move. But when I but when I obeyed what he told me, going back to that trust and going back to when you said, how do I know I'm in the will of God? When I obeyed him and I listened to him, it was like a weight was lifted off of me. Yeah. And when I obeyed, it was like I was I, I still felt like I was in a stuck situation. because I'm like, OK, I'm just out here. I'm not I don't have a church home. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm doing. And then that's when he opened up the door. Me and Janata, we've always been connected, but we reconnected on a greater level. And then she introduced me to our spiritual mom, Apostle Ball. Uh And when um, I came into um, um, relationship with them, then things began to be more clearer. And like you said, once again, I knew I was in the will because things were just flowing. Things were just flowing. And so if I feel like I'm stuck first, of course, worship has been a big help to me. Mm-hmm. I put on my worship music and I worship and then I journal. Journaling yeah. is, is so important to me because I find that when I when I feel like I'm stuck, even certain situations in my personal life now where I feel like I'm stuck, I put on my, my worship music, I worship God, and then I get my journal. And when I'm journaling, I feel like that's when he speaks to me. He gives me clear clearer directions. And then if I have any questions after that, and pray with him, I, I, I go seek counsel. Yeah. I either reach out to Janata or I reach out to my spiritual mom and that they can help me get more clarity and understanding with what God has released to me. Yes, that's so good. That's so good. And I love the example you shared about um, trying to figure out like what ministry you're supposed to be in. Because mm-hmm. I think so many people, especially people who grew up in the church, they feel like, well, I can't leave this church. This is my home church. I grew yeah. up here. And there are times when God will call you out. God will yeah. say, but I'm doing something different in you, with you. I need you to come over here. And that can be so, so difficult. And so as you were saying that, I was thinking, wow, that's such a great point. And then it made me think that sometimes some of the stuck that we're feeling is because we haven't obeyed or yeah. is it because we haven't stepped out yet. Mm-hmm. And so we feel like I'm stuck, God. I don't know what's happening, but that could be a result of us not taking action. 
yeah. not taking the next step. So that is such a great example that you gave. And I know many, many, many people <laughs> are dealing with that and they're going to be able to relate to that. But I love how you took action. You stepped out on faith and you moved anyway, even though it was uncertain. Like you said, you didn't know where you were going. Yeah. And I have found in my journey, I'm sure you have too. Many times God doesn't give all of that instruction or all of those steps. He just says, I need you to take this next step. And then we'll, we'll talk mm -hmm. about what's after that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love how you, you did that. You were obedient. You took that step of faith. And so oftentimes, as you kind of mentioned, like in life, we all experience challenging times. We all experience difficulties, but how do you maintain your hope and your faith during challenging times? My faith and my hope, um, like I said, going back to just worshiping, I, mm -hmm. I worship, of course, I get in the word and I read, um, but I found that if I put my music, my music just, it just takes me to another, another place, especially yeah. if you're listening to that worship music. Janata always says, uh, her Nigerian cousins and I think yeah. my cousins too. And so she has really uh, opened up my eyes and my ears to be able to even listen to another genre of music. Mm -hmm. And so when you listen to them, it's like a, the presence of God is just, just ushered in. And like I said, just, just sit in his presence, just worshiping and then also listening. Yeah. Listening really, really has helped me. And my spiritual mom has really taught me that because I would sometimes get in such a rush to hear what God wants or, or, okay, God, I prayed and now I've waited five minutes and you haven't said anything yet. Yeah. And she would say to me, she was like, if you don't sit your hind parts down, <laughs> she's like, you, she's like, you need to be patient. You need to wait. She's like, it may take more than five minutes. And so I'm trying to develop my patience. Like, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to sit here. I'm yeah. going to sit here until you say something. And sometimes I'll be looking for a, a whole book. And sometimes he would only say one word. And yeah. if I write down the one word throughout the day, as I'm meditating on it, he gives me more. He gives me more. So in those times when I feel hopeless, I, I, I put on my, my, my worship music. I, like I said, I love journaling. I find that that helps me get my thoughts out. But then it also just helps me just to sit and just wait. Of course, I pray. I, I reach out to my, my family, biological and spiritual. Mm -hmm. I try to surround myself with, with positive people. I try not to um, watch certain things on TV that have a lot of negativity and, you know, that are just like depressing. I, I try to be, surround myself with, with happy things yeah. like music, TV shows, a book, just calling up a girlfriend saying we can go out for ice cream. Um, one of the things I also love to do, and this is probably going to sound so weird is um, down the street from my house, I have this pond and there are geese everywhere. And so I find that if I just go out and just be in nature, I call them my little buddies and mm -hmm. I take and I feed them bread because that encourages me and I'm sitting there and God is giving me a message. He's showing me, okay, I'm your provider. Yes. I'm going to be everything that you need me to be. If I take care of these geese by having you come down here and give them bread, how much more do you think me as your father is not going to look after you? And yeah. so in those times, when I feel like, you know, there is no hope, I have to find ways to encourage myself. And so those are some of the things that I, I usually do. That's so that good. Really yes, that's so good. I love that. And that I think is a part of the prophetic journey. God will speak to us through anything, anything, mm -hmm. anywhere. 
(laughs) everything becomes a lesson. (laughs) Everything becomes a message or word of encouragement. Yeah. So I love that. I get that. And I I totally agree. I love to go take a walk. It helps Mm -hmm. me to clear my mind, to get my thoughts together. Mm -hmm. I just feel totally different after just being outside. So I I can relate to that. Totally can relate. So to me, I always ask the ladies on the show to fill in the blank. And I'm going to ask you to do the same. If a woman is going to confidently walk in her calling, she must blank. Be willing to step out of her comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of things that God has asked me to do since he told me to leave my previous ministry. And I'm like, who? What? Can you ask You, you, you can't be asking, asking me to do that. And so just being able to step out of the comfort zone, being able to yeah. take God outside of the box, being able to trust him, being able to know that he has your best interest at heart, that he is not going to put you in any situation that is going to harm you. He's not going to put you, um, um, have you do things that he has not already prepared you for. That's one thing mama always has been nailing, nailing in my head that, you said yes from the womb before the womb. And so yeah. because you said yes, you can't go back. And so just being able to trust God, that is the main important thing, just to be able to trust him, to know his voice and to have that intimate relation with him. You need to know who God is. You need to know who you are to God. As I said earlier, first and foremost, we need to understand that we are his daughters. Yes. And once you can build that relationship from that standpoint, I think everything else will flow because you will know that your father has your back, Mm -hmm. that you are the apple of his eye and he is not going to let anything come and harm you. Now, there are things that we put our own self in, situations that we put ourselves in and there are consequences, but because we have a loving father, we have to understand that we can trust him. We can depend on him, that he will always be there for us. His ears are always open to us. And so some things he's going to ask you to do, and we have to be able to step out of the comfort zone. We have to be able to walk on the water. Yeah. But when we're walking on the water, we have to make sure our eyes are focused on him. Because if not, we will sink. That's so good. That is so, so good. That's so good. So to me, I'm thinking about the woman who is listening to this and she is feeling a bit defeated in this season of life. She's feeling tired. She's feeling defeated. She's feeling overwhelmed. She's not really sure what God has called her to do. She, she wants to please God. She wants to walk with God, but she's just in a really tough season. And so would you pray for that woman right now? Yes. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Every woman that's listening to this podcast on today, Father, I ask that you would just touch them right now in the name of Jesus. God, you know where each and every woman is in their life. You know what journey they're on. You know what path they're on, Father God, because you have directed them, Father God. Your word says you know the thoughts and you know the plans that you have for each and every one of us and they're not to harm us they're not to cause any pain to us father god but they're to bring us to an expected end father god so every woman that's listening right now i know they have an expectation and if they don't have an expectation i pray that after they listen to this podcast god that they will have an expectation and their expectation will first and foremost be to get to know you to have an intimate relationship with you so that they can hear you clearly, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. And they will listen to you and not only listen to you, Father God, but they will obey the instructions that you give them, Father God, even though it may not feel good, God, even though they may not understand 
as, as Shayla and I mentioned earlier, God, you don't give us everything at one time. You give us bits and pieces, Father God. Yes. And as we be obedient, as we, as, we, as we are stepping out on the words that the instructions you have given us, God, you will reveal more of yourself, God. Yes. So I pray that even in this moment, whoever is listening, whatever woman is listening, Father God, that you will begin to give them clarity into who you are, Father God. Give them understanding in who you have called them to be, Father God. Lift every heavy burden yes, in the God. name of Jesus, God. And I pray that you would give them peace, peace that will pass all understanding from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father God. Help them to know that they can trust in you, Father God, that they can lean on you with all understanding, Father God. And you will direct their path in this season, Father God. Your word says to ask, seek, and not, Father God. Ask, seek, and not. So in this season, Father God. Let every woman ask, seek, and not, Father God, and let them be prepared for the answer that you are going to give them in this season, Father God, for greater, for greater, you have greater for them in this season, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that you are preparing the women that are listening to this call, Father God, to do greater, to do greater works, Father God, and everything that they put their hands to, that you have called them to do, Father God, that you have assigned them to do, Father God, it is going to prosper, Father God, as you continue to allow their souls to prosper. God, we give you glory. We give you praise for everything that you're doing through each and every woman that shall listen to this podcast, Father God. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray and I thank you for their lives. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Thank Thank you you so much. So, sis, how can the people connect with you? Because I know they're going to want to connect with you on social media or if they want to reach out to you. Is there a way that they can do that? Well, probably the best way is through Facebook. Okay. Uh, Tamia White, it's T-E-R-M-I-A, then white like, white like the color, W-H-I-T-E. And they can reach me there. Send me, um, they can follow me or they can send any private messages and I will respond. Perfect. And I will definitely link that in the show notes as well, because I know you will want to connect with Tamia. She's such a beautiful, beautiful soul. So thank you so much, sis, for joining me today. I have enjoyed every bit of our conversation. I have too. Thank you. Yes, you you are so welcome. I love you more. (laughs) And I will catch you all again in the next episode. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.